to our monthly podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's be real here. <laughs> I think it's pretty good, actually, that we're getting a monthly podcast in a summer this busy for both of us. Yeah, even. I think, like, last summer, we just went the entire summer without doing them. Yeah. Yeah, so so, so you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for your patience. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, it was interesting. We both were at separate weddings this past weekend, mm-hmm. and we both had roles to play. You were an MC. Right. How'd it go? It went really well. I had a co-MC, too, oh, so wow. we just kind of, like, went back and forth. It was, yeah, everything went smoothly. At one point during the wedding, though, uh, the father of the groom said the ex's name instead of instead of his the son's new name. wife bride mm-hmm. said the son's, the son's ex's girlfriend's name. name he caught it really quickly but the mood shifted for a certain table who like knows both of them what? and the ex was at the wedding also so yeah. it was very uncomfortable <laughs> so there was a lot of like making jokes in order to like smooth things along which was fun that was I your really job to it. smooth that yeah. over yeah like we would just mention how it turned into a roast and you know it was just like it was a really good time wow that's great yeah how um, about you how was your groom bride groom of honor yeah i was i was a groom of honor i was a bridesman wait a minute i was no it i was the um, best uh, man best man was. i was a co-best oh. man at uh, my buddy's wedding yes so me and my other buddy we shared best man duties uh, he had the rings i did the signing of the papers we both made speeches Cute. it was great it was really really wonderful and um i was gonna say uh, my advice for everyone whether you have to make a speech or you have to MC a wedding mm-hmm. my advice is always the same is get wear something with pockets mm. number one and then put your hands in the pockets right the one hand will hold the microphone and you'll feel really weird of what to do with the other hand. Yeah. Public speaking. I was doing a two-hand microphone, and then we oh. had a podium at one point, so that was nice. You so I could just I could just put one hand on the podium, and then the other on the mic. Yeah. On the papers. Those so are good moves out. too, actually. Those are great. Yeah. I actually, because my my buddy was making the speech, he had his all written out. So mm-hmm. he was standing at the podium reading from his paper, his prepared remarks. And so, and he had a great speech. And um, and so to outdo him, I stepped in front of the podium, left the podium behind, right? So everyone immediately, I could feel the <gasps> gasp from the crowd. Oh, this guy's flying without a net. <laughs> and then I stick because of no podium. Yeah. I kind of stick my hand in the pocket. And then, and then, you know, you bring it out once in a while for the occasional flourish. And then that's all you do. Okay. How was the speech, though? It was shit, but at least you had your hands in your pocket. It was trash. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a bad speech. I stumbled and bumbled my whole way through it, but that's everyone just came up to me, and they were like, I can't believe you didn't have notes. So that's how that went, and it was great. No, the speech was good, too. Yeah, yeah, it was very heartfelt. I almost cried. Oh, that's Did you nice. cry? Yes. As oh, MC. Freaking, freaking. My friend, the groom, they're both my really good friends. Yeah. He just, oh, you couldn't even look at him. He was just bawling his eyes out the whole time. He's Aww. just the sweetest little guy yeah. and is so, like, empathetic and just, oh, my gosh. He was just crying and crying. It was impossible not to cry. I turned over to my partner during the ceremony at one point, and I've never seen my partner cry. Huh? Uh, maybe once. And he was, like, leaning over, and I thought he was, like, angry at me because uh. I would, like, touch him, and he would, like, push my hand away. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, during the ceremony, what the hell? And I talked to him after, he's like, what do you think I was doing? I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> like, he That's just so got nice. everyone 
Wow, wonderful. Well, I hope you're enjoying wedding season if you're going to a million weddings as well. I'm done for the year, thankfully. Mm. Um, I I did, though, also contribute to a wedding social. Do you know about this? Oh, yeah. Parts of the country, they have socials where they... I think we should adopt it here. I really think it's like like a casual wedding reception where everyone gets to come. No one... You know, there's no, there's no limit on guests or anything. Everyone just gets to come and they just rest casually, party like crazy, and it's a big fundraiser for the bride and groom so they have a little money going into this most expensive day of their lives. Right. And everyone just gets, like, destroyed, hammered, and parties with the bride and groom, and it's so much fun. Why don't we just, like, replace that with weddings, though? You know, like, that sounds like a fun... Oh, if you really want to come, yeah. come. Instead of giving me a gift, just buy the ticket. We'll... Deal with the rest. Right. And then that's it. Oh, my God. And then all the extra money goes towards buying a house or something one day. Sure. That's what I would like to do. That's a really smart idea. Like a ticketed event. Oh, my gosh. Wait, I'm going to do that because I don't really (laughs) believe in marriage. So (laughs) that seems more my style. Oh, shit. I think I'm going to do that. Okay. Like a one-day GoFundMe. Yeah. I love it. Um, okay, <laughs> before we get into the meat of this pod, can you just replicate the noise that the crowd made when the father of the groom said the wrong name? It was like, oh. <coughs> and then you hear whispering. <laughs> there was whispering? Yeah. And Amazing. then it was just like silent and ever You could just feel it. You just felt the tension. A silence you can feel. Wow. Yeah. That's the name for the pod. Okay, it is. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Talk in a few months. <laughs> Due to staffing shortages, BC Ferries still has to cancel some routes. It was so bad they had to use the harbor ferries to pick up the slack. Yeah, it's really not a bad idea. I mean, there's other boats that you can use as well. Like those super fun hot tub boats. Have you ever seen a speedboat shaped like a hot dog? I've fashioned up a raft using free pallets. Leftover bathtub boats from the bathtub races up in Nanaimo. I'd like to offer up Jim Pattison's yacht. Let's get that McBarge sailing. Wow, Victoria was vibrant this weekend. There was so much going on. There were so many people everywhere. I haven't seen uh-huh. it that busy in the longest time. Of mm-hmm. course, the big deuce days was happening again. We weren't sure it was going to come back. but uh, Yeah, a little controversy, a little back and forth there, but they got it sorted. It was great. Yeah, so the Victoria Business Association, something like that. Yeah. They ended up buying the event and brought it back. Um, <sighs> this was in your neck of the woods, too. This eh? is right in my neck of the woods, which is awesome to see that amount of people, but I couldn't leave my house. (laughs) I was trapped in the entire time. So I biked a lot this weekend, which was nice. To get around all the deuces piled up. Yeah. And uh, at one point when I was driving from Brentwood down to uh, James Bay area, I almost got in an accident with one of them who didn't know how to use a roundabout. Oh, no. oh it was it was tough there. Yeah. Um, but it was also very awkward because I was in the trail of deuces, but there I am with my Mazda 2, yeah. 2012 Mazda 2, and I felt like an idiot. Everyone's watching. They'd put their phone up and then put it down when I came by and then right back up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's not that bad, is it? Did anyone yeah. accidentally ask you what's under the hood? <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I wish so bad. Yeah. So did you get to enjoy any of Deuce Days? Nope. I uh, saw a lot on people's uh, Instagrams. I saw a lot of like, oh, there they are. And oh, I'm stuck in traffic because of them. Mm. Uh, I love the Deuce Days. And do you know what else I love? Is, uh, so I grew up over on the mainland in Langley. Yeah. And um, I loved, they had a thing there called a cruise-in. Mm-hmm. And that was like every kind of car. Deuce Days, all deuces, right? Deuce, 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 deuce. This one's a little bit different. And then this one's back to the same and then a different different same Once and then same 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 one you're like okay i, I get it they're, like, they're all the, pretty much the same yeah there's a lot of them except for the hearse that i saw that was pretty cool a, de- a deuce hearse yeah wow very cool yeah now 
So the cruise in, though, I'm saying is, mm. it's like every kind of classic car. And that, you mm. can spend a real, a whole day and every minute you're seeing something different. Right. And so I think, I've been saying this for years, yeah, Deuce Day is very popular, bring a lot of people into the Inner Harbor. It's the perfect backdrop for oh. a car show. I love it so much. Isn't it? That's world class. Why don't we have a more diverse world class car show for this? Yeah, time? I mean we do have a lot of car shows and cruises that happen, but not quite to the stale scale of Tuesdays. That's what I want. I want yeah. one that's that big or bigger and a different type of car every car. If we're missing one, please let us know. I'm sure there's a big car show that we're missing here I in don't Victoria. Worry about I feel like we're all just looking for good shows to watch all the time. So I just started one, and I want you to know what it is. It's called Kidding. It's with Jim Carrey. He's uh, like a children's personality working with puppets, and it's kind of a live show. And he gets divorced, and it's his life, and it gets kind of dark at, at places as well. But it was, it's just a really great show. So if you're looking for a show, yeah. Kidding with Jim Carrey and it's not Jim Carrey being like classic comedic Jim Carrey it's like a real serious role Um, but of course has some silliness because it's a children's show as well so yeah would recommend okay I love that recommendation that's really nice yeah I've heard good things about it came out a while ago I think right Mm -hmm. hey speaking of Jim Carrey uh, Justin Trudeau got a haircut and everyone thinks that he looks like Jim Carrey from the movie Dumb and Dumber oh Lloyd Christmas Lloyd Christmas that's (laughs) right the you know the like the bowl cut Um, and I feel I feel a little bit for Trudeau because I got the summer haircut as well I just I shaved my my head, but right. I guess if you're a politician, you can't just shave the head. It's well, a little aggressive. Really? Well, I don't think you want to be kissing any babies with a shaved head. I don't know. Everyone looks at me sometimes no. and they're just like, whoa, okay, a little bit much, dude. I think it's just a shocking change because, I mean, Justin Trudeau has very similar hair as you, Paul. Very, like, luscious. Yeah, you know, like, there's true. a lot of curl. It's usually pretty long. You keep it pretty long. So when yeah. you buzzed your hair, everyone's like, whoa, ha! Wow, that is a lot. Yeah. But it looks good. It's just like that's a huge change. And uh, there's a lot of articles that are just like Justin Trudeau gets haircut that looks like Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's what I mean. He went for the bangs. Yeah. To probably try and soften it a little bit, you know, make it relatable. The crop or the Caesar cut or whatever that is. And... um yeah. Honestly, I think that that look is in right now. I'm finding, yeah, just the the light bull cut. It's just a light bull cut, <laughs> and it looks great. I mean, it's well, hot sorry, in the summer now. Yeah. You know, you gotta make bold choices. Listen, I don't want to get too political here, but I just think the politicians should keep the same exact hair foot cut for the entire time I know them. I'm sorry. That's it. You want to be my leader? You got to stick with a haircut. Pick it wisely because from the first time I see you on TV till I'm crying at your funeral, your state funeral, you got to have the same haircut. Do not mess around. Do not break my heart. You may have heard that crew shortages are going on with both B.C. and Washington State ferries and causing all kinds of havoc, including sailing cancellations. So we're just going to brainstorm some incentives to attract new employees. Okay, number one on B.C. ferries, we get that Pacific buffet back rolling, and then every employee gets to take a trash bag full of leftovers home every night. In the hiring marketing campaigns, we need to use more trendy words like girl boss or slay all day. The crew gets to pull straws every sailing, and one person gets to ride the whole way on an inner tube off the back of the boat. Yeah, ferry tubing, and one lucky person gets to toot the horn of the boat. That's better than a pension. Uh, I'm seeing double here. Four bears. But I feel like we just talked about a story like this before where a bear up in Tofino got into a car and then it was an interesting story back then because uh, the lady whose bear, whose car it was, Call the cops. The cops came and they just tied a string around the door handle and then like yanked it from far away. Yeah. And the bear scampered out. It's happened again now. It has happened again. Again in Tofino. 
So they're thinking it's the same bear. Oh, no. The bear has done this 12 times apparently now. And what it does, it goes up to the door. It learned how to open a car door to see if it was unlocked because oftentimes people leave some, you know, crumbs and food in their vehicles. Mm-hmm. So the bear managed to get stuck in it again, not a different car, but got stuck was in there for a few hours, had a little poop, couldn't get out. Pooped, yeah. Pooped, pooped the car. Pooped the car. And uh, fortunately, the bear was released and it was okay, but the car was just completely destroyed. Now, the car was destroyed beyond just that there was a bear's poop yeah, in it? Yeah, it, it was just ripped to shreds. Oh, this no. poor little guy keeps on getting in the same trouble. Do you know what's crazy? I'm just looking at the video of the story right yeah. now. I know this person. You do? Yeah, Stephanie, whose car it was. I know <laughs> oh her. We're God. friends. That's hilarious. <laughs> poor Stephanie. Yeah, I feel bad. I wonder what the like ICBC sort of um, protocols are with bears and cars. Well, I think it, when you live in Tofino, it's just a box you check. It's <laughs> right. just bear. You just check the box. Fire, the bear box. theft, bear. It's bear, yeah. yeah. It's just like black or, yeah, it's black bears <laughs> up there. So yeah. That, um, now, this is kind of concerning for us. If it is mm. the same bear or if it's like a trend happening there that these bears are getting into cars, we don't want these bears, you know, to run afoul of conservation officers yes. or become problem bears. Yeah. So I think we might have a solution, right? What's the solution? Well, and I should call Stephanie and see if she'd be down with this. Maybe she can donate her car because mm-hmm. it's wrecked anyway. There's a bear pooped in it. Yeah. We just get a bear car. Right. Right? Lots of little food in there for it. Yeah. Every once in a while, we throw some spoiled meat in it. And it's just, it's on the like way outskirts of town. (laughs) This bear is now used to cars. We'll just get him his own car. One very rare, specific kind of car. Right. Take the doors off so he won't get trapped in there, but he can sit behind the wheel and toot the horn still. And then eat up the honey or whatever we smear on the (laughs) seats. And then he'll stay away from other cars. Are you listening, conservation officers? Obviously, the housing market is incredibly difficult to get into. And we we see these posts where you're like, are they joking or Mm -hmm. is this actually how bad the housing market is right now, especially for for renters specifically with this story Um, over in Vancouver, actually New West. There's some shared accommodations that's making its rounds on Craigslist and it offers a kitchen that's shared, laundry, bathroom. And then instead of a bedroom, there's sleeping pods. And it's a picture of this like tube that has lights in it that closes. Sure. And it's kind of like those napping pods that sometimes you see at like BCIT, I know, has them. Yeah. And sometimes airports have napping pods, is like that. Yes. So instead of bedrooms, they just have a room full of pods. Yeah. And it's $625 a month. $625 a month for the pod, for but you gotta pod. share everything else. Yeah. I don't even think that's bad. No, you'd sleep in a pod. 100%. Everywhere I go, I'm often looking for a, pl- a pod. Like, if have you seen, I, like, you mentioned airports. Have you actually been to an airport and there have been a pod? No, I haven't. No, me neither, because I'm always at an airport wishing for a pod. I, yeah. I'm going to make out in it. But, oh. like, still, like, I want a pod, right? And, yeah, if I'm at the library and I'm, I'm passing out, I would love to crawl into a pod and just pod it up. And, right. you know, if I was, like, Mm-hmm. It's like low income or just getting back on my feet after something or something like yeah. that. And like the cheapest rent in town is 625 bucks, but it's shared kitchen, living room and a pod. I absolutely would sleep in a pod. I don't see anything wrong with a pod. And I'm looking at the pod. Yeah. And it looks pretty luxurious. There's plugs for your phone and sure. everything. There's lights. I'm sure it's soundproof, right? It closes right up. So you're just in this little vessel. Oh, now you've turned me off the idea. Oh. And uh, <laughs> uh, it sounds like a real futuristic coffin. Can I take it back? My deposit on the pod <laughs> okay jenny jenny okay mm-hmm. let's think about these pods these sleeping pods for a second here right now 
I think about like traveling and like, you know, how you stay in like a hostel or a dorm or something like that. Yeah. What would you rather have? Like a room, like a smelly, stinky, messy room with like four bunk beds, say. Mm. Okay, right? Or just climb up in your pod at the end of the night. Give me a pod. Right? I think I'm into pods. You close the door. Dead silent. Right? And yeah. then it's just, and then you fill it with your own farts and you don't worry about anyone else's farts. That sounds great. And maybe there's a fart filter. We don't know. Maybe I'll get a pod for my house. I mean, your bedroom's not much bigger than a pod now. True. It's cozy. They go. I know it's our job as the media not to put fear into the minds of the public, but we are experiencing a shortage right now. We hate to start the show with something so heavy, but there is something you need to be aware of. And if you see any in the store, you gotta buy it. I thought we learned our lesson about hoarding throughout the entire pandemic and the whole toilet paper thing. But this item deserves a panic buy. Duck Duck Nana. Nana. We don't know really what it is. It's a, a lawn ornament where it's a banana, but a duck head comes out. It's like a, a quirky little thing that's like uh, over $200. What are you supposed to do with it? Put it in your garden? I don't know, but all of a sudden I need it. Why do I need this so much? And who's hoarding them all? Every single London drugs is sold out in Victoria of duck nanas. It took thousands and thousands of years of human evolution to get to the point where we know that a duck's head looks good coming out of a peeled banana with its little duck feet at the bottom? Why are we just getting to this now? We need more duck nanas. What is the federal government going to do about that? Supply chain issues are rampant across all industries right now, but there's one place where we need to sort it out, and that is duck nana. I'm going bananas over duck nanas. I'm going duck nanas over duck nanas. (laughs) Strap in, you quack, because this whole show is dedicated to... Duck Nanas. It's National Hot Dog Day. Who cares? Duck Duck Nana. Nana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get back to Duck Nana. It is very important that we spend all day talking about Duck Nana, but it is the law that we need to talk about hot dogs today. It is National Hot Dog Day. Yeah, that's just what radio hosts do. Um, I was getting a word from a zoner just the other day that the Costco food court, there's rumors that it's open again. And if someone could confirm if they've been in the last couple days, let us know if the Costco food court is in fact open. Because I want to say today, I want to take today is an important day, National Hot Dog Day, to say it firmly and resolutely. Okay. Okay. This is my opinion. This is what I think. The Costco hot dog, not only is it the cheapest hot dog you can get, I think it's also the best hot dog you can get. It really just satisfies any sort of craving that you have for a hot dog. It's exactly what you expect for a hot dog. It's the flavor. Whether you get the pull sausage or the full beef, I can't tell the difference. But that glizzy, I'll put it toe-to-toe, head-to-head, tete-a-tete with any glizzy you can get at any ballpark and any place everywhere. There has been a lot of confusion over the word glizzy. Um, Kirsten was telling me that. Some people were calling in being like, what the heck are Paul and Jenny on about, about these glizzies? What mm-hmm. is a glizzy? It's a hot dog. That's it's what you call dog. a hot dog. It's a hot dog. I don't know where it's from. It's from online somewhere. Yeah. But it's cool guy slang. It. Yeah. Yeah. Get the glizzies in ya. Living for the glizzen. Um, I'm also a huge for- fan of corn dogs, but I'm sure there's a day for that as well. Okay. Dedicated day for corn dogs. But yeah, I would have to agree. Costco hot dogs are so incredible. I do love some mayo on my hot dog, though, and some onions. That's what really makes it for me. Let's lay it down here. I think that's exactly... Exactly right. Mayo has long been left out of the conversation of the traditional tabletop condiments to put on a hot dog. And I think it is a God tier condiment for whether mm. it's barbecue hamburgers or the glizzy. You 
got to put mayo on that thing. Absolutely. I would agree. If you have any hot takes, please join in on this. Okay. If you're going to put a mustard, get out of here with your traditional yellow mustard. There are so many fancy mustards in this world. Expand horizons. Do that. Final thing, celery salt. What? This is how they do it in Chicago. And they know dogs in Chicago. You get some celery salt, like what you would rim your glass with for a Caesar. Yeah. You toss that. You just sprinkle it all over Ooh. your dressed dog. Ooh. Next level. That sounds good. And I got good news. Callan texted in confirming that the Costco food court is open. This is the best day. I heard your talk about hot dogs, and I just wanted to chime in. Please. Or glizzies, rather, glizzies. Oh, thank you for the correction. Very important. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was the one-on-one at one talking to Kirsten, and I didn't know what a glizzy was, but I'm all up on it now. Oh, I'm so happy that she told you. Yeah. Uh, I like Paul's, uh, Paul's notes on mustard. Agreed. Yellow mustard sucks. Dijon, grainy mustards, all the fancy mustards in the world are way better than that yellow crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and mayo on a hot dog for sure, absolutely. Um, and it's free hot dog day for BCAA members at New York Fries. What? It yeah, is? I just had one like literally 20 minutes ago. What a weird combination. BCAA <laughs> and New York Fries and hot dog day? Okay, I'm into that. If you have a BCAA membership, you get a free hot dog at New York Fries today. Wow, I would get one just for that. Mark, thanks for calling in, bud. Yeah, thanks. Have a good show. You do, bye. Or right, good day. Bye. Stupid, stupid, stupid. The Afternoon Zone with Paul Plastino and Jenny West. What do you got, a first date? Like a first date go-to? What do you like to do on a first date? Oh, I usually like to um, go for like a drive, mm-hmm. get some food, and mm-hmm. like eat in the back of the car maybe. Uh, okay. Go to the beach. Yes. Somewhere that you can have like a full-on conversation. Yes. You know, and there's something to look at. Yes. So you're not just like looking at each other's eyes the mm-hmm. whole time getting sweaty palms. Oh, you don't like eyes? No, you can look out into the ocean. Sure. Throw rocks into the ocean, Oh, you know? I love that. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever try and throw a rock and hit like a, um, like a specific, like a wood or something? Yes, oh, every time I go. That's so fun. Yeah, that's really fun. Great. So there's this couple in the news right now that their first date, they're all nervous about like, oh gosh, I don't know, what do we do on our first date? And they found that they both liked Lego. Mm-hmm. And so, and I've actually thought about this too, like, you know, people have talked about, oh, building a puzzle together is a real nice like bonding thing for couples. Yeah. Um, so this couple, they just got a Lego set and they built it together. And now they like each other, and so they're dating, and then their whole relationship has been very Lego-centric. Like they had a wedding, and it was all Lego-themed. Yeah, like uh, he proposed by, like, he slipped a, um, like the ring into a box of Lego and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Cute. And so now, like, their whole life is so Lego-centric that the guy actually got a job <laughs> working at the Lego headquarters as, like, a designer, and they moved to Denmark. They were from Edmonton, moved to Denmark to wow. go work for Lego. There you go. Bowls I'm, of Lego at the wedding and all this. Bowls of Lego. <laughs> That's what no said. appetizers, just Lego. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's Lego all over the floor. Oh, yeah. no. Dangerous. Yeah. I mean, that's a great idea for a first date because you're problem solving. Um, yes. There could also be some conflict. You know, you'd be like, this piece actually goes here, you know? So you're kind yeah. of like testing the waters there. I think another great first date idea yes. would be Ikea furniture. Or oh, a very bad God. first date idea. Yeah, seriously. Are you trying to put the thing through the <laughs> ringer like immediately? Like a crucible of a date is Ikea furniture. Let's start with the Lego. It's child's play. Okay. And then go up to the Ikea furniture. That's terrifying. Maybe third date. <laughs> well, the heat wave is here and everyone's going to have the same old, same old tips and tricks to beat the heat. Misting stations, whatever. Our tips come straight from the animal kingdom. 
Here's Jenny. As you can see, she's using her trunk to throw dust and dirt behind her ears to keep cool. You will notice it is a prosthetic trunk. <laughs> Tickled my lips. And look at Paul. He's prairie dogging it. By which you mean burrowing underground. It's cool in here. Yeah, of course that's what I meant. Okay, good. Just stay cool out there, wild zoners. We've both been super busy with yeah. the weddings. That's where you were, right? Tell me about this wedding. Oh, my gosh. I went to, like, the most beautiful wedding over on Galliano Island. Uh, I think it was the first time I had been to Galliano. Really yeah. nice to check another uh, gorgeous Gulf Island off the list. But it was stunning. The most beautiful venue. Uh, really nice couple. I was in the wedding party. It was a lot. It was my second wedding this summer. And that's what I think everyone's feeling right now is that there are just so many weddings, this backlog of weddings that we're all going to from the last two, three years and it makes for a very busy summer especially if you're in the wedding party but i gotta say like pretty great pretty great excuse to like gather with all these people you know Mm -hmm. like i had all these wonderful friends i hadn't seen in so long scattered across the country but a wedding is what will bring you all home to dance with each other yes i was at a wedding this weekend and one of the people who were attending they were going on to their ninth wedding of the season. Are you kidding me? Most of them, they were part of the bridal party. Oh too. my, I can't unreal. imagine. Yeah, and I'm reading this article saying that Victoria had the most weddings celebrated in the city in the first half of the year than any other city in BC. So yes. everyone's coming to Victoria to get married, which is super sweet to see. That is super nice. What a good backdrop for it. It's so good. And if you got a busy summer with weddings, I can offer one piece of advice. Nibble the food. I know it's delicious. I know the food I had at my wedding, best food I think I've ever had. But just nibble it. Just nibble it. Because you got to be dancing. You don't want to be too full. Yeah, that's why you got to bring Tupperwares and then fill the Tupperwares and put them in your purse for later. That's an even better tip. So we're talking about ways that you can cool down around Victoria. Obviously, the misting stations have been talked about a lot this week. There's a bunch of misting stations all around Greater Victoria. Yeah. They just like set up uh, at fire hydrants and create a little mist so you yeah. can go cool down. I saw one yesterday. I was driving by Royal Athletic Park. I was like, oh, what a great idea. How wonderful. That's excellent. Now, people are getting a little more creative with this. There's this video that's being passed around on Reddit right now of the Netherlands. Uh, they have a lift bridge, just like the Johnson Street Bridge. Sure. And these groups of people on either side of the bridge, when the bridge went up, they just gave everyone water guns on either side. So when the bridge came down, mm-hmm. they all met in the middle and had a huge water fight. That's so fun. We should do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's probably thousands of dollars worth of super soakers, but I'm into it. I'm super into it, too. Do you, do you like a good water fight? I do. I like a water balloon. I know it's like a big waste. Oh, yeah, like no. with the, the pickup afterwards, oh. it's the worst. You yeah, have to like yeah. go in with a vacuum, maybe. <laughs> but they're my favorite. I just love hauling water balloons. Me, too. Do you want to know a really good hip if you are going to yeah. do the water balloon thing? Is um, if you can get it so you can take, take a tiny, before you throw it, yeah. make a tiny little bite. Oh. Just to, like as microscopic of a bite as you can in the water balloon, and that will guarantee that it will explode on impact. So you just oh. like the tiniest little pinprick, you know, it's like tiniest yeah, yeah. stream of water streaming out. It's like, and it feels really cool too, because then you feel like almost you're like pulling the pin on a grenade. So you oh make a gosh. tiny little bite. Because otherwise, you've all been in that oh. little, in that situation. How embarrassing, right? Where the water balloon hits its target and then it just boink and like falls down and doesn't splash them. And as the target kind of hurts. It's like, oh, I got hit and it just kind of hurt and now I've got a bruise and I'm, I'm not refreshed. You don't want that. No. Make a tiny little bite, it explodes on impact. Okay, <laughs> summertime, so... 
Whatever reason, that means it's roller coaster season. Yeah. Okay, so check this out. Do you remember not that long ago, I think they took down the uh, corkscrew over at Playland and everyone was like, the corkscrew. Oh, they did? <laughs> <laughs> that roller coaster was boring. Did you think so? <laughs> I didn't like it as much as the wooden one. Yeah, everyone loves the wooden one. Well, yeah. now Playland has a new attraction. Okay. Uh, it is called the Skybender, Ooh. and it is the fastest single rider ride in Canada. It's just a thing you strap into and then it spins you around and you get get you going 65 <laughs> kilometers per hour, which, you know, even standing on the ground looking at the thing go mm. may not feel like or sound like too much, but I have it on good authority that this thing is, quote, more impactful than it looks. Okay. Uh, makes me want to go to a playland over in Vancouver. Right? I was just reading this story about this guy who loves Canada's Wonderland, specifically this one <laughs> roller coaster called the Leviathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He rode it 17,000 times in just 10 years. Wow. And he just completed his 17,000th ride, ride yeah. and was like getting praise all over TikTok. Now, it's not a, a legitimate record. There's no, like, he didn't, you know, put it in the Guinness Book or anything like that. But I believe that's a record. It's a lot of time. Congratulations to you, sir. You know, my sister threw up on me at Canada's Wonderland once. Oh, now, special. Uh, you've got a little tip and trick here for going to uh, an amusement park or riding a roller coaster. Well, I grew up on the mainland, so I went to Playland quite a bit as a teenager. And what we would do is we would wait for the rainiest day to go and we would just all wear ponchos and just deal with being soaking wet but right. you wouldn't have to deal with any lines yeah and so even when you're sitting in the ride you're sitting in wet right yeah you're just sitting in puddles so just like wear a bathing suit under your jeans oh yeah pretty much uh. think about the log ride you're set <laughs> you don't even notice the very famous murder hornet now has a less ominous name to evoke less fear they'll now be known as the northern giant hornet Okay, not bad, but we had some other suggestions to make them sound less scary. Yeah, how about pokey bumblers? Bumble don'ts. Stripey buzzers. Bee drills. Stingy boopers. Maybe a nicer way to put it is family-sized hornet. With names like that, you almost forget that they do still murder a lot of bees, right? Yeah, I think it's their main thing. We're all trying to do our part for the environment these days. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, climate and all that. Um, uh, one thing that you can do is uh, um, produce less methane, so fart less, particularly if you are a cow. Okay, I was going to say, like, on a personal level, how do we do this? Yeah, yeah, you're probably not too bad. But if you're a cow, oh, boy, you're tooting it up. And it's it's having an effect on the environment, right? A lot of methane out there. Right. And mm -hmm. there's not, I mean, there's still a lot of people who eat meat and rely on cows, um, you know, just on the regular basis. And yeah. that's a hard, you know, big, that's a big change to make, right, personally? That's right. So, so what can we do in the meantime here? In the meantime here, there's this really cool thing. And even uh, John Horgan has got behind it here now. He's pitching this plan and they're, they're figuring it out. So there's these three, these greenhouses on Souk Road. Okay. Operated by the Souk Nation. And they're producing a seaweed and algae in tanks ah. harvested from seeds from the ocean that are then used as a livestock feed additive. Okay. Okay. So they just like throw it in their trough. That's for right. the cows. Okay. However they feed them. Yeah. And that somehow reduces the amount of methane that the cattle produces. Oh! They say that using a tiny bit of this additive with just BC cattle mm -hmm. would eliminate the equivalent of one million cars on the road every year. What? That's unreal. Why have I never heard of this before? Well, I think it's pretty new technology, right? Huh. But like, that's what's so... I'm, I'm always like so hardened by things like this where people are figuring out ways to, you know... 
keep our quality of life and everything, but then yeah. just reduce the impact on the environment. And then the cows are not going to be tooting as much. They're probably happier. Their tummies aren't as upset. It sounds like Pepto-Bismol, but for food, right? Yeah. I. You know what? On some big nights out and the next morning, I yeah. wish, the, can I have a little bit of this <laughs> yeah. algae? Like, is that okay for us too? Or no, not just for cows. Every time that Jason Lamb is out at Liquor Planet before a long weekend, it's like truly a gift we to us. Him. Like, it's so, such a gift. There was something that you noticed today. Another gift? Another beautiful, precious Jason Lamb gift of him saying, hello. 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 Okay, it wasn't as exciting as we thought. Hello. Still pretty exciting, though. But I have an idea. Okay. How about we make it more exciting? Okay. I just came to say hello. 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 Get it. Get it. Get it. Hello. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah! Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm so happy to be the butt of the joke all day long today. This is so much fun for me. As I boil here outside of the liquor planet. Hello! There is news that campfires are allowed on Vancouver Island. That's right. The whole island, there is no campfire ban this long weekend. But I think they're just trying to drive home the advice to just be real, real safe with your campfire. Yeah, they have to be within a certain size. So make Mm -hmm. sure they're nice and little and only use them if you need them for cooking and keep them warm at night. Yeah. Um, But they're saying, you know what I usually do when I like put out a campfire is I just throw sand on it because it's like the closest thing. Okay. But what they're saying is that that's not the best method. Just use water if you can because it just keeps that whole area nice and hot. You're just like trapping in that heat with the sand, the sand, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it can cause, you know, some sparks and things like that. So One thing I really learned growing up, and try and keep this in your mind too, right, is that uh, a lot of people just dump water on it yeah, and then be like one one dump of water and like all good. We used to, when we had campfires growing up, it was like you keep putting water on it until you can't hear a hiss anymore. Yeah, you can put your hand on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get that thing out. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.